Hey guys, here's our flat earth map. We know that this is Antarctica, which is not a continent. It's actually an ice wall that holds in our seas. We know the firmaments up here, Polaris, the North Star, and all the stars rotate around and the sun and the moon are in the firmament and they go around and make the different seasons. It's also known in the Bible as this, as you'll look, you'll read, and God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And uh, we know that the Bible says that God had to, uh, it was water at first, and then he divided the water uh, from the water at the top and from the water at the bottom. And it says right here, And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. So see, it's actually water up above and below the, the uh, whole foundation of the earth. So it's real interesting that the Bible goes along with the flat earth plan and we have a creator that loves us. What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. Well, hello, everybody. We have made it. It is a finally, finally Friday. Halfway home in the first month of 2021. It is the 15th of January. Payday for many. Payday for me, as a matter of fact, at the day job. Happy about that. Happy Friday. There's always such a thing as a happy Friday. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Stone On Air radio show pod simulcast on Nougat Radio 92.7. Let's see. What is it? It's the um, it's a supposed for-profit venture known as the Stone On Air podcast. It is the somewhat for-profit venture known as the Stone On Air radio show. And for the last two weeks, they've been a mashup combined uh, for you here on Nougat Radio 92.7, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 10 until 11. My name is Brian, and yes, I am tired of this. I'm I'm over this. I'm tired of doing this show at the house three days a week. I'm tired of um, my entire routine to start the new year. I'm over it. I am officially sick of it, and I'm going to end it today and get back to normal on Monday. Why have this been so upside down and backwards and a new quote-unquote routine? Well, for those that didn't know, I uh, tested positive for COVID-19 about a week and a half ago. I was uh, pretty considerably sick uh, around on the new year for the New Year's uh, weekend, and I'm fine, and I've been fine for quite some time. And I even the, the the light lingering cough that I've had that I've read can last for potentially months. It has nothing to do with whether you're uh, contagious or at you know still have the virus. Uh, it is mostly gone at this point too. So I am um, ready to get back to a regular routine. Be back in the studio with Keon Rose, who I work with at the radio station, and I um, I love having somebody else in the room. I love. Uh, you know, no net uh, bullets flying, 
You know, it's it's kind of a mind, an audio minefield doing a live talk radio show. It is truly one of my um, my my passions and uh, ultimate pastimes in life. And this is just isn't the same. If I decided to start saying something that I didn't like, I could just stop right now and and redo it, uh, which is a nice luxury to have to make a very good professional product. But it's not truly authentic to a live radio show, even though it mostly is. I mean, I don't really stop. It's it's basically a live show, um, but it's it's also about 10 hours behind. I don't know what's going on in the real world right now. Matter of fact, I'm probably still in bed. <laughs> I'm very likely still asleep right now. So anyway, I'll be back in studio on Monday. So I will quickly map out the hour-long show for you here today. Coming up in the second segment of the show, the internet is, from a consumer standpoint from just you and me joe six back jill six back walking around been available been a real thing for about 26 years now and it is amazing where we've come between now and then and primarily focusing on conspiracy theories and how many 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 people in this country live their life through the internet and conspiracy theories more than you know I'll dive into that into the second segment of the show after I stumbled on uh, one in particular, but a handful of different TikTok accounts and Twitter as well and all the all the social media um, regulars, but TikTok in particular. That'll come up in the second segment. And in the final segment of the show, I've uh, got a long time, a friend of mine I haven't talked to in a long time that I didn't realize was a, was a listener, sent me a, uh, a message I get a few here and there from a, a couple of regulars, which I definitely appreciate. Reach out to me anytime if you'd like. And I'm going to read our interaction, and it has to do with response to the impeachment and um, just the kind of the overall uh, state of the union, if you will. And uh, I just thought that was interesting. I want to read that to you in the final segment of the show. I have three pieces of audio coming up for you here at the tail end of this one. The coolest thing. The net, what am I calling this one? Would never happen again thing and the truest thing all coming up here in about six or seven minutes from right now. A couple of things I want to get to real quick before I get to Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID relief plan that was unveiled last night. Um, mass mandate here in Hamilton County is through March 31st now, according to uh, Hamilton County Mayor. Jim Coppinger, I think that's a good thing. Eastridge development, more and more stuff coming to the uh, I-75 exit one side of the city, which is always good to hear. What is it? It's a, another hotel coming, $12.5 million investment, 88-room hotel by Dynamic Group, and uh, expected to open in 2022. Also, Tim Kelly's moving his uh, Southern Honda Power Sports here. I uh, forgot all about that until I saw this in the Times Free Press just yesterday, of course, there's uh, the Bass Pro's been there for a while now. Top Golf is open over there now. Jonathan's is a new restaurant. Um, all taking advantage of these uh, incentives, tax incentives that uh, portions of the state sales tax collected may be used to pay for infrastructure and other uh, building costs for projects such as the ones I've already mentioned, the hotel that's going up, and then of course the Chattanooga Red Wolves who had a big stall in there. 
um, overall proposed development with the soccer team, which I still can't figure out how the hell to even get to where that stadium is. But uh, East Ridge, at least on that side of the town, uh, is going places, and I'm happy to see that. From the Associated Press, calls to reopen the nation's classrooms grows as teachers get vaccinated. Um, long piece here. I'll just read one paragraph. President-elect Joe Biden initially pledged to reopen a majority of the nation's schools in his first 100 days, but recently revised the goal to most of the country's K-8 through schools. He has said teachers should be eligible for vaccinations as soon as possible after those who are at highest risk. Uh, that's a start. That's better than nothing. K-8. through eight. Um, The younger they are, the harder it is to retain information. So I went on and on about that the other day. I go on and on about that a lot. I won't do that today as I'm already running out of time fast here in the open segment on Nougat Radio 92.7. So Twitter might be second-guessing banning Trump, not because of any kind of, you know, remorse for uh, infringing on somebody's right to free speech, but... There are shareholders that are worried about losing users, losing value, losing money, period, um, because of such a a large and loud portion of Trump's uh, fan base from the electorate. But most of those people are fake outrage liar types anyway and probably aren't going to leave Twitter and likely weren't even there to begin with. But just looking at the growth since 2017, which is far more growth than they've had uh, leading up to um, the last four years, just under 100 million users in 17, at 118. In 2019, they were at about 120 million users. And in 2020, 150 million Twitter users. So the growth has been steadily increasing ever since Trump got into office. Will that growth stop? I would be concerned about that as well. I've jokingly said Don Trump has kept Twitter in business for the last half decade, and uh, we'll find out if that's true or not. It very well might be. And all right, let's take a look at this uh, proposal from last night. I I wasn't sure exactly how the Senate worked. It does have to be a 60, uh, 60 votes for most legislation to get passed. It's just because the Democrats have... Uh, control doesn't mean that they can just push anything through. So it will take some Republican support to get any of these uh, relief plans or any legislation through Congress and the Senate. But the $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief plan uh, calls for a handful of different things here. $1,400 per person direct payments to most households. That'd be a a 400 per week unemployment insurance supplement through September. That's pretty big. Not the 600 that it once was, but 100 more than it's been at 300. And what is on the books now runs out in March. That'll go through September. Good thing. Uh, Raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. I think we could put that one off for another day. People are going to get all mad as hell about that. Um, I would be in favor of just letting that one, leaving that one alone for a little while. Uh, let's see. A child tax credit would rise from two thousand to three thousand for this year under his plan, with an additional six hundred dollars for children under the age of six years old, and new rules that would let the poorest households get the full benefit. The plan also includes money to help households with costs of rent and child care, and three hundred fifty billion dollars for state and local governments. Biden will propose to extend the eviction and foreclosure moratorium. This is big. This is really big right here which currently goes until the end of the month on the last plan that was just signed by Trump the other day, this would go through the end of September. No evictions, 
no foreclosures until the end of September would put a lot of people in a really bad way right now, put their mind at ease. Uh, He does support, President-elect Biden does support $10,000 of student loan forgiveness, but it is not in this proposal, but it does have extending forbearances for student loan payments, which is a very big help. Uh, $50 billion increase for coronavirus testing, $30 billion investment for national disaster relief programs, $160 billion in funding for a national vaccination programs, and it goes a f- lot deeper than that. But that's just from the Wall Street Journal, a quick overview from just an overall uh, piece here from last evening that doesn't give it uh, itemized line by line. But that's... Um, that's a start. I like it. I think it looks good. Um, but, you know, you know, there's going to be plenty of Republicans that are like, screw that. We're not doing this. And it's going to be a mess. Let's play uh, some audio real quick on the way out the door here on the Stone On Air radio show pod simulcast on Nuga Radio 92.7. This is, we'll start with the coolest thing. It's from the Netflix movie Death to 2020. It's Lisa Kudrow playing the part of Kellyanne Conway. This is today's coolest thing. <laughs> which doesn't care about your feelings is that online and in the media conservative voices are being silenced i said this before i said it on my youtube channel conservative voices are being silenced i said it on joe rogan conservative voices are being silenced on the jordan peterson kayak podcast conservative voices are being silenced i said it on tucker carlson and tucker we know conservative voices are being silenced twice actually like i said last time tucker conservative voices are being silenced That is exactly right. And I said it in my New York Times bestseller. Conservative voices are being silenced. It's a point I have to make over and over. It's so funny. Um, I wasn't as big a fan of that movie as some were here at the station, but that part is so good. It's like the when someone posts the media uh, link, it says, why is nobody in the media talking about this? To the link from the media talking about the exact thing they're saying that the media isn't oh god it just make your head just want to explode this is what i'm calling the uh, what do i got here would never happen again thing this is richard nixon putting uh, the country over himself in 1974 i have never been a quitter to leave office before my term is completed is abhorrent to every instinct in my body but as president i must put the interests of America first. America needs a full-time president and a full-time Congress, particularly at this time with problems we face at home and abroad. Continue to fight through the months ahead for my personal vindication would almost totally absorb the time and attention of both the president and the Congress in a period when our entire focus should be on the great issues of peace abroad and prosperity without inflation at home. Therefore, therefore, I will, and it cuts off there, resign from the office of the presidency. And this is today's truest thing. This is Don Trump with Wolf Blitzer. I would imagine somewhere around 2000, 2001, 2003, somewhere in that range. Today's truest thing. And I've been around for a long time. And it just seems that the economy does better under the Democrats than the Republicans. Now, it shouldn't be that way. But if you go back, I mean, it just seems that the economy does better under the Democrats. Well, than it the certainly did well under Clinton. Well, but I wouldn't suggest it was so great under Jimmy Carter. That's true. That's true. You remember that's the interest true. rates. No, I know. I know. It's uh, Jimmy Carter was not in the same thing. But certainly we had some very good economies under Democrats as well as Republicans. But we've had some 
pretty bad disaster under the Republic. I thought that was just worth putting out there today's truest thing on Nuga Radio 92.7. This is the Stone On Air radio show pod simulcast coming up next. The internet is only 26 years old, yet it completely consumes our entire lives and in not a good way, at least from this vantage point. I'll get to that next. You're listening to the Stone On Air radio show. Nuga Radio 92.7. It seems that hardly a day goes by without a new charge of conspiracy. The new conspiracism moved into the White House with the inauguration of Donald Trump as President of the United States in 2017. It seems that hardly a day goes by without a new charge of conspiracy. From fake news to rigged elections, from enemy of the people to a coup perpetrated by the Department of Justice. Conspiracist thinking that was once on the margins of American political life now sits at its heart. No president, indeed no national official, has resorted to accusations of conspiracy so instinctively, so frequently, and with such brio as Donald Trump. Be my conspiracy from the Black Rose. Welcome back in to the Stone On Air Radio Show Pod Simulcast on Nuga Radio 92.7. Happy Friday to you, January 15th. We're halfway home in the first month of the new year, 2021. My name is Brian Stone. I'll be back in studio with you live on Monday. Keon Rose will be back in with me as well. I look forward to that. Will those continue to be podcasts? I don't know. Maybe. I'm not real sure. I've been thinking a little bit about it. Maybe just podcasting everything uh, I do all the time. I really no reason not to, I don't guess. But uh, more on that later. Um, so th- that was a uh, piece of a uh, little preview of a book that is, I believe it's out now. I believe it came out this year called A Lot of People Are Saying. The New Conspiracism, Conspiracism and the Assault on Democracy. By Nancy uh, Rosenblum and Russell Muirhead. I think I said that right. Um, I like the name of that book. A lot of people are saying things that annoy me so bleeping bad is any setting, which is virtually most all of them, when you have numb nuts talking to each other. I'm talking maybe, you know, kind of at the water cooler kind of thing. Not necessarily friends at bars or friends at restaurants or in social settings. More kind of water cooler talk. You get so much of those kinds of uh, of words sprung together before a sentence starts. A lot of people are saying, or here's what I heard, or uh, here's what they are saying who are a lot of people what who is they that's that's the biggest one here here's what they well they're saying that well just, just shut up stop slow down take a take a couple steps back who the hell is they i don't I, and and i heard well i heard i heard that uh the democrats are gonna take all the guns away that's what i heard listen i don't care what you heard i care what you know all right I care what you have researched. I care about the facts. I don't care what you heard. I don't care what a lot of people are saying. I don't care what they said. It's infuriating. 
And the numb nuts just eat this stuff up. They love it. Oh, man, guess what I heard? Guess what I heard? And then it turns in, you know, the classic whisper into the kid's ear and go all around the classroom and see what it says on the other end. I mean, that's just what this is. A, it's a bigger version, you know, an adult version of that. Oh, and, uh, and another one that just popped into my head, um, especially you see this on social media a lot, that a post that starts with, well, if this is true, then... And then make this bold statement about something that you don't even know whether it's true or not. So you've kind of, you've tainted the conversation here because you put something out that you feel this way if this scenario is actually true. There's that and then there's a, I'm not sure if this is true, but same thing, same, same outcome, same net result. You've tainted the conversation because you're not having you're you're having a hypothetical quote unquote conversation thread, but the the boldness of the conversation is as if it were actually true and overall contaminates the debate argument conversation and creates more division that didn't need to be there because you're discussing something that you don't even know whether it's accurate or not. It's it's just as frustrating as it gets. So what's my point? I went a little longer on laying all that out than I planned. I was I, I stumbled on a TikTok account called at Flat Truth. I'm gonna play a couple of uh, posts from it here in just a few minutes. At Flat Truth, it is a it is a, a account all about explaining how basically the world is not round it is flat and and does it very well as a matter of fact and it's not just that it's also debunking in their eyes from their vantage point most of the space exploration walking on the moon hell hell no they don't believe in that um virtually anything in space exploration and that's that's low hanging fruit for conspiracy theorists cuz it's difficult to um to prove because most people haven't been to space and it is a really well done account and it got me thinking we have come a long way in a relatively short amount of time now we've probably you probably all heard a little bit of this audio uh, i think at&t or somebody used it in a commercial it's katie couric and bryant gumble from the today show in 1994 talking about uh, what the internet is you know just doing what the today show does it's features it's vignettes it's uh, gossip water cooler talk all that mixed up rolled up into one and it got me thinking we went in 26 years from no concept whatsoever as to what the internet is, to it completely dominating our entire lives in just a quarter of a century. Millions of Americans own a personal computer. If you're one of them, you can now glimpse the future with nothing more than a modem, a phone line, and a few dollars a month. Just what is this main artery of the information superhighway? Every business, no matter how large, and no matter how small, will be on the internet in the year 2000. It's the primary way that people will look up information. It will replace the yellow pages as we know it today. It's always fun to listen back at um, the features and vignettes of the of the past that are telling you about what's coming and then you know revisit those after what they told you is coming actually does. If you remember the AT&T commercials from about that same time frame, mid-20s, uh, mid-20s, mid-90s, 
basically showing the future of Skype and uh, different kinds of ways of communicating. It says, can you imagine doing this? Well, you will, and AT&T's the one who'll bring it to you. And like everything that we're on those commercials, we all have in our daily life every day. I have a huge collection of old magazines, mainly sports, Sports Illustrateds, uh, several different ones, but primarily Sports Illustrated. And I have one from like 1997 that is talking about the um, the future of watching TV in basically effectively in your man cave in your with your massive TVs and 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 how you're going to turn your home into a to your own personal um, home theater and it's just like what like I don't even anybody know anybody who has a big screen you know box set TV at this point and 20 years later We've all done that. We've all created our our own theater systems in our in our own homes. It's a, it's a, it's pretty wild. This is from the Today Show. It's Brian Gumble and uh, Katie Couric in 1994. Oh, that's that right. little mark with the A and then the ring around it. At. See, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie said she thought it was about. Yeah. Oh. But I'd never heard it. Around I'd never heard it said. I'd always seen around. the mark, but never yeah. heard it said. And then yeah. it sounded stupid when I said it. Violence at NBC. Violence at NBC. GE com. I mean, well, what, Allison should know. What, what do you is say internet about anyway? Internet is uh, that massive computer right. network, mm-hmm. the one that's becoming really big now. What do you mean? That's big. How does one? What do you write to it like mail? No, a lot of people use it and communicate. I guess they can communicate with NBC writers and producers. Allison, can you explain what internet is? No word on whether Allison was able to explain what the internet was to the Today Show folks back in 1994. But think about that. 26 years ago, we couldn't even fathom, understand, or explain what the at symbol was. The A, the lowercase A with the circle around it. And now it defines um, addresses and connections and connectivity. This is the last one I have from the uh, Today Show back in 1994. Where is it? There it is. Do you, and also, do you, does it bother you at all that these are all people that you don't really know? I mean, it, everybody's you know signing on and having these conversations and whining together or griping together or whatever. To, with people that, I mean, I, I don't know. if I, It is group therapy of the of the 90s. Well, I just, as I mentioned, I have no desire to be a part of the Internet because I feel like I'm so inundated with information all the time that I don't really, I don't want more. Don't you ever feel like it's just constant bombardment I don't know. I guess the thing I'd resent most is, is I would resent the, you know, at least when you're home, if the phone rings, you have the option of not answering it. On the Internet, people can send you messages all the time. People you don't even want to hear from. Wrong, Katie. Wrong. You do want to be a part of the Internet, and you will be, as we all are. I remember I had a smartphone at a very young age. I was a little techie when I was younger than I grew out of it, but I've had a smartphone since 2006, and my brother would always say, uh, never know what you don't have, or don't spoil yourself. He kept that flip phone for the longest time. He's like, I don't even know what that thing does, and I don't care. No, you do care, and well, you'll all have one eventually. So what is my point with all this? My point is, we went from not knowing what at, the at symbol means, to at flat truth on TikTok in 26 years. This is an account that is completely dedicated to convincing people many times, oftentimes, most times, impressionable minds that the earth is flat. And this is just the one example I'm going to use today, and this is what got me thinking yesterday to do this segment because I got lost in it, and I watched a bunch of the videos. 
and they're done pretty well. And they're pretty damn convincing to be completely honest with you. Now, I know better, so I'm not the target audience here. I'm just blown away by the conspiracy of this mess. And so I'm going to play two of them for you real quick. Um, this is The uh, first one is talking about the world is flat and everything being taught in schools is wrong. And then the next one will be what Ant- Ant- uh, Antarctica is, which will make more sense after we listen to the first one. This is from At Flat Truth. On Nuga Radio 92.7 and the Stone on Air Radio Show Pod simulcast. Hey guys, schools, NASA, and the world teaches uh, that we are on a globe, which is not true. NASA has not got a picture of the Earth. It's all Photoshop stuff. If you research it enough, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. They say the Earth is spinning a thousand miles an hour, going around the sun at 67,000 miles an hour, and the sun is going through space at 514,000 miles an hour, and yet we see the same stars every night. And right here is the true map of the Earth. It's the flat Earth map, the geocentric map. We see we have Antarctica, which is not a continent. It's actually an ice wall that goes around the circle of the Earth, holds the oceans in. All the ocean water is flat. You can't have a, a 71% flat water on a ball shape. And up here's the firmament, the North Star Polaris, which we always see. And the sun and the moon circle the earth, causing the different seasons. This is the true map of the earth. Now, there's video that goes along with it that helps the demonstration out a little bit. But it's just a bunch of videos like this. I'm running out of time fast. I'm going to fit in the final one here. So he's saying that we're all we're flat and the oceans are held in by Antarctica, which goes around the entire world. And it's an ice shield that keeps us all Together, this is Nuga Radio 92.7. When I look at the people who signed the Antarctic Treaty, and all the nations that were down there doing whatever they were doing signed a treaty, and I believe it was 1958 or somewhere thereabouts, saying, no, um, nobody can stake a claim to Antarctica, and if you're going to go down there, you can only go down there for scientific reasons under carefully restricted guidance, um, but it's not a free flow. Nobody can just, you know, hey, I'm going to go check out Antarctica and do a high jump on my own. No, can't do it. It's the only treaty that's, that's uh, you know, all these countries have signed and never broken and, uh, and completely agreed on. It's the only one. Uh, what, what treaty is there that everybody's agreed on? Um, we're being kept away from it for a reason. You know, they have some scientific bases there, you know, and, and literally it's controlled by the military because they don't want you finding out what's beyond. I mean, it's bizarro world stuff, but it's kind of like make, it's things that make you go, hmm, that kind of thing. Yeah. How, how has one treaty been held by every nation in the world at peace forever that we can't go to Antarctica? Well, because Antarctica is a block of ice that holds in the flat earth and they don't want anybody to know. It's insane and interestingly fascinating all the way around at the same time. I will put my final thoughts on this and read you a letter that a friend wrote me about last week's or uh, Wednesday's show. Coming up next on Nuga Radio 92.7. Radio 92.7. Now, amongst the, the things that happen if you get impeached is, number one, you can't run for office again. Sorry, asshole. And number two, you don't get the Secret Service. You don't get the planes. You don't get the benefits of being the president of the United States because you got impeached not once, twice, two times. You don't get that Secret Service. That means you, you're a big shot, right? You're a billionaire with all your money, right? And your hair and your spray tans and all that shit. 
you now have to pay for your own security detail. That's pricey. We're not talking about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, we're not talking about Kevin Durant. We're talking about the president of the United States. He needs a security detail. I hope he's got to pay for it himself. His stupid sons, they got to pay for it themselves. They're big willies, right? They like uh, everything gold this, gold. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe you don't have gold. Maybe you have to start uh, making cuts. Welcome back in. Widespread panic. Papa Johnny Rose. got a real good mind to beat you senseless the stone on air radio show pod simulcast on nougat radio 92.7 final day doing this from the house i'll be back in studio on monday assuming everything goes as planned we'll see See if the code is the same on the door. If they'll let me back in, <laughs> I guess that's what I'll... If they'll have me back, I will be back on Monday. My name is Brian Stone. And so the last segment I was just talking about just how mind-blowing it is that we can go in this a 26-year span of time from 1994 to now to not having any basic understanding of what the Internet is to it completely dominating our lives and the um, the at flat truths of the world, which is a TikTok um, account that is just designed primarily to 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 educate, quote unquote, to teach that what you know is wrong and the space exploration isn't real and the earth is flat and Antarctica, Antarctica is not a continent. It is a sheet of ice that covers the entire. Uh, it's the. It's the basically. It's the levee. It's the levee that keeps the oceans a- a- up against and into the land mass of a flat Earth. It is wild and it is fascinating, and it that scares the hell out of me because I'm a guy who I like to think I'm not a very well educated man. I'm actually woefully undereducated, wish I had more uh, schooling and, and was more diligent in that in my younger years. But I got a, I got a decent amount of street smarts, and I I feel like I have a PhD in, in common sense. And I was getting sucked into some of this stuff and thinking, huh, what about that? Huh, who would have who would have ever thought or known anything about, like, whoa, stop, this is nonsense, this is lunacy, this is idiocy. And just take somebody who's young and impressionable or ignorant ass and impressionable and put these kinds of things in front of them. Oh, I don't know. Like, let's say all the kids all over the country that aren't in school, but are lost in TikTok. And I'm sure a eight, nine, 10, 12 year old isn't looking at anything about the flat earth, but maybe, maybe, and you can have grown ass adults who are just as dumb as a 12 year old and ignorant as hell and been told things that aren't true their whole lives, and are easily duped. And this is scary. Has technology made us mentally ill? It's a rhetorical question I asked years ago that I used to run on one of my promos and intros. Has technology made us mentally ill? Yes! Yes, it has! It's absolutely made us mentally ill. 
So anyway, the final thoughts on that. And then this kind of bleeds into that a little bit. And if I ever got to a point where you guys you know, from the podcast listeners and the radio sent me tweets, sent me uh, text messages, if you got my number, sent me Facebook messages, direct messages, I'll read them on the air. I would love to do a segment like that with some regularity. I just don't, I don't get a lot of those. I don't know if it means because, you know, hey, can anybody hear this? Is this microphone on? Is anybody listening? Or most people just don't interact with radio shows and podcasts. But if you do, I'll read them, and I'm going to do a couple of those right now, as a matter of fact. So the first one is from Jonathan Cook. He's a former Chattanooga guy, radio dude. Uh, I was talking about Twitter and this ridiculous nature of the of being banned or censored by tr- Twitter or Facebook or any other private company. Social media is some kind of an infringement on your uh, First Amendment rights. It's just completely asinine. Says uh, last segment, preach. I never had a Twitter account for the simple reason I've seen it take down too many empires. And you were right; these platforms are private companies. First Amendment says the government cannot squash free speech, private sector, different story. That same day, I was going on and on about how I am completely against this impeachment, and um, I still am. I have not just slept on it one day and woke up the next and had a change of heart. I am not for the impeachment of uh, Don Trump at this point. Uh, To save time and not have to do a long reset, it's downloadable. You can listen to the whole segment and find out why I thought that uh, from uh, that would have been Wednesday. Longtime Chattanoogan Roger Shutters, a longtime friend of mine as well. I haven't talked to him in quite some time. Sent me a uh, Facebook Messenger uh, note on Wednesday, responding to my thoughts on the impeachment and a little bit more than just that. And I played this, and I'm going to start playing it more often, depending on how the Democrats go into this new administration. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so f-ing smart, how come they lose so damn always? Hey. So I'm just playing that real quick right now, so you know what he's referencing from this uh, message that Roger Roger sent me on Wednesday. This is Nougat Radio 92.7, the Stone on Air radio show pod simulcast. What's up, dude? Caught the radio show. Interesting takes on impeachment. I was on the fence, but for entirely different reasons. Also had a completely different perspective in favor of impeachment and why, quote, liberals lose. You touched on the idea that I've thought a lot about at the top of your show. Quote, ignorance bleeding into bullheadedness. Those individuals are indoctrined with those ideologies from a young age, and I think it becomes so ingrained to the point questioning or challenging those beliefs or that ideology is seen by them as blasphemy and or an all-out assault on who they are, their identity. Heather Cox Richardson's recent chat, she talks about how the Republican Party has intentionally tapped into and exploited that using what's coined as psych ops. Gross oversimplification, but think like the constant drumbeat from the Republicans of Democrats equal pro-choice equal baby killers equal Satan equal evil. Gross oversimplification, but you get the point. Essentially, it's gaslighting. And I have not checked out Heather Cox Richardson's uh, stuff, but I'm going to here soon enough. Might play some of that audio on the show next week if I like it. She also touched on conspiracy theories of the 1890s and how today's economic environment lends to and mirrors the conspiratorial movement back then. What stopped those conspiracy theories was the progressive era ushering in the actual ability for those people to provide for their families and not look to or sink into conspiratorial ideas and toxic ideologies. Good chat. Check it out if you get a chance. So with that in mind, my alternate take on impeachment is bring it on. And that maybe the reason, quote, liberals lose so GD always 
is they are being overly empathetic and trying to win over a demographic that is completely lost until things like health care and fair wages get done. Liberals, Democrats, have, be- have become too caught up in the optics and politics and not policies and outcomes. We need to stop trying to please those people and get them out of their own way. It's been compared to an abusive relationship dynamic. I say break the cycle. And if that involves taking a page from Mitch McConnell and the Republicans' playbook and just push bleep through, scorched earth, no prisoners, bodies of ash on the ground approach, well, then so be it. Those that vote against impeachment can, again, have their transgression put on record, and the rest can be seen as extending the proverbial olive branch. It was the right that raised the temperature and sowed division for the past 12-plus years. It should be on them to lower it. They aren't the victims here. And the idea they should be catered to or coddled is absurd at this point. That in itself is an example of psychops and gaslighting. Just thoughts. Good show, man. And real quick, my response to Roger's note to me on Wednesday. Hey, man, thanks. Good thoughts. And I'll check out that speaker. It's funny you messaged me. I was just reading your thread when Scummy a guy we went to high school with was on his thread, I won't say his name, is basically threatening you. I went through his page, and with zero surprise, I see he's a card-carrying member of the Trump show. I almost talked about it on today's show specifically, but decided against it for no particular reason. I guess I just didn't want to give a guy like that any recognition. And that's kind of where I am on Trump and impeachment. Pay no attention to the attention whores. It's what they want. It's how they thrive. It's a philosophically deficient movement, especially when the leader is out of power. Intellectually, they don't know what to do except bang pots and pans together. Eventually, their attention spans will drift off to some other shiny thing as long as we ignore them and don't give them the power and confidence that their weak-ass position desperately needs. And um, that is where that conversation ended. So at Stone on Air on all social media is how you can get a hold of me for anything. Hate me, love me. It changes hot and cold. It's a bipolar kind of a listenership. Whatever it might be, there's a very good chance if I can collect any kind of the, that kind of a content, I'll read it back on the podcast and the radio show. My name is Brian Stone. Wrapping up a week, uh, two weeks now straight, really three of recording these shows at my home in East Ridge, and I'm tired as hell of this. I am I am very, very tired of this. And I will be back in studio with Keon Rose on uh, Monday the 18th at 10 a.m. right here on Nuga Radio 92.7. So this has been the final for now Stone On Air pod simulcast. I'm sure I'll do it again at some point, but like I said, I'm, I'm ready to get back in studio and do some live radio. And hopefully you'll be along for the ride as well. Speaking of Keon Rose, he'll come up next. He's got an hour look at all things sports. Big NFL playoff weekend. Eight teams are left. And he'll discuss those matchups and plenty more coming up next. Y'all have a great one. Talk to you again soon. Have an incredible weekend. My name is Brian Stone. This has been the Stone On Air radio show pod simulcast on Nuga Radio 92.7. Let's go.